on this week's Florida's Fourth Estate. A seven-year-old's surf session gets crazy. He gets knocked <laughs> off of the surfboard by a shark. And feral Florida pigs decimate a man's yard. And there's nothing he can do about it. And look at this guy's Look at property. his yard. That was all grass. Before. It looks like someone tilled it. Also, a mega mansion with a koi pond, indoor pool, everything except the frozen food section. It's like half of a super Walmart, so it's 40,000 square feet. Only half? <laughs> this week's guest, fitness expert Missy Mitchell. Why science says strong muscles are the key to a long life. People really need to focus on strengthening. I mean, every year you age, you're, you're losing it. Hi there, and welcome to another wonderful edition of Florida's <laughs> Fourth Estate. We're so glad you could join us for a very educational version of the show today. My name's Matt Austin. <laughs> and I'm Ginger Gast, and you make it seem like it's not educational every week. Oh, we definitely don't get into the education <laughs> a lot. It's more entertainment, informational. Yeah, yeah, but this week is super exciting. We are going to talk about, of course, our crazy Florida stories, but we're also going to talk about it's the time of year where you know, we just had Halloween and Thanksgiving, so mm -hmm. people have given up on diets, and they're thinking, okay, I'll start new next year. That means they're just in eating season right now. Given up on diets, given up on life. Yes, all of it yes. Right okay, so Missy Mitchell is joining us here, and we're going to tell you a lot about her and what she brings to the table, literally and figuratively, about how we should be eating, what we should be doing, and the thing that I love the most, you know, we all talk about cardiovascular strength and health. Mm -hmm. She's going to talk about how weight training is also important. Missy, I'm so happy that you're here. We've been talking about this for a while now. Yes. So, yeah, so you're going to really school us on some things and help us live. No pressure, but you're going to help us all have a better life. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow, that sounds like a lot of pressure. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Hope. Yeah, like you it. will. No, trust me. If you've ever looked at Ginger and thought, wow, look at those shoulders, <laughs> you can thank Missy. No one has ever thought that. <laughs> Probably. Trapped. Okay, you're good. projecting, Matt. So you're projecting. I am, I am. <laughs> so we start out every week with some crazy Florida stories, some mm -hmm. interesting stuff. And this week we had a boy who was out surfing. He's GoPro on the whole thing. Yeah. Let's take a look at this young man here. Look at him. He's got talk about traps and shoulders. Look he's at going. Him. He's seven. Right. He's going. He's feeling good. The GoPro's yeah. on. And then all of the sudden, some look at him, look at something. Ah, look at the terror on his face. Look you see that tail? <laughs> He gets knocked <laughs> off of the surfboard by a shark. Look at his face. Are you sure that's a shark? Look at that. Yeah. He saw it and just he saw like. saw it coming. Can I out? That's that moment where, look at it. Look at that. Wow. It slaps him. Like that shark's like, hey, son, this is my wave. Get off. No, or or for, that shark is like, get out of here. You're bony. I need some. <laughs> Where's your meaty family? Yeah, I'm going to go gnaw on this surfboard for a little while because you got no meat on your bones, bud. That's incredible, though. But we have to remind people that. Sharks live in the water, so we're surfing in their home. That's like someone yeah. coming into our house and like, what are you doing here? So, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm glad he's okay. He is, and I just have to say something. What's funny is that story is my friend Sean. <laughs> What? It's his son, I promise you. You stop it. I'm not. So I saw him post it on Facebook before it ever started even going viral. I promise you. I am stunned right I now. I know. Get so out. Dave, yeah, and he, he put the GoPro on, and his son is super brave and, like, not afraid of the water and ready to go. And they're, they're great people. I'm curious. Isn't that so funny? Are you going to know every one of our stories? Are you going to have a personal link? Are you I Kevin know. Bacon? 
<laughs> we're oh at two goodness. degrees of separation. That is crazy. Right. We it's didn't crazy. talk about no, the story didn't. before. No, we didn't. So it was crazy. I, when you said shark story, I was like, I wonder if it's the and shark story. It is. What a coinky dink. Yeah. Oh but my what God. a crazy. I mean, how to catch that though? Is yeah. Just yeah. Wild. The fact that he had the GoPro on. Because you know, people can say anything. It's like, oh yeah, this happened to me. It's like, really? Yeah, sure. Did it? You got sure. knocked off. Yeah, it was by some a shark. kind of fish. It was yeah. like you know a guppy or and whatever. And if you see it in fast motion, you can't really see it. But when you slow it down, I mean, it really does slap him off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We're going to have to talk about that a little bit later on because maybe we might want to talk to him. Yeah, Yeah, maybe he'll be sitting in your chair. They're a great family. Awesome. That's fantastic. Okay, so we were talking about how that kid was skinny because he's surfing and he's like, Mm -hmm. you know, got all muscle and everything. We're talking about something that's not so skinny, not at all. Have you ever had an encounter with a wild boar, anyone? I know the answer is no because you're here. Because if you ever encounter these things, they are ugly, nasty, and vicious. There's this guy in Osceola County, here's some video. Look at these things. He says the biggest one probably weighs about four to 500 pounds. I see the big one he's talking about. Look at yeah. that thing in the background there. Wow. Look how many look, of them there are. Every night, and they just, they dig up his yard, and you know, that's nighttime, that's his like ring doorbell or surveillance camera or whatever, and he says every single night. And what he's afraid of is that he's, that's our reporter, Nadine Giannis. And look at this guy's Look at property. his yard, that was all grass before. It looks like someone tilled it wow. yeah. to plant something. And Have you seen that spotted one that comes in in this video? Yeah, is it the white one? Yeah, it's yes. like white. Yes. It looks like a Dalmatian jumped in the video all of a sudden. It's like it's a Dalmatian running with a pack it of boars. It is incredible. So he doesn't, the only, they're considered nuisance animals. So the only way you can really get rid of them is to kill them. He doesn't want to do that. He's a, you know, a, like a Marine. So And he knows how to handle a gun. He really doesn't want to get But it's a neighborhood. That. It's a neighborhood. And he yeah. says some of the tracks go right to a school bus stop. And these things are out at the time. You know, the kids are going, and it's kind of dark at that hour when they're getting ready to get on the school bus. That is crazy. And I know they're dangerous. There was a woman in Texas, I think, just a week ago who was killed by a pack of feral hogs. Yeah. And, okay, a little trivia question. Do you know what you call a pack of hogs, feral hogs? It's not a crash because that's a rhino. Any ideas? No idea. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, you call it a sounder. A sounder. Oh, I, a sounder. I know. That. I was. I was like, sounder. Oh, that's really interesting. So they're trying to figure out. We're trying to see if his homeowners association. They're saying it's like it'll be three thousand dollars to trap these things. And I'm mm-hmm. like, as a regular person, you don't have yeah. that kind of money just sitting you can't around. Drop that kind of cash. And it's a problem for the entire neighborhood. So everyone should pitch in. So we're trying to see if his um, homeowners association will will take care of it. I've heard of, of bears, but hogs. Yeah. I mean. Oh, and they breed like crazy. Those mamas or sows they carry a bunch of little piglets they get pregnant (laughs) every year (laughs) and then next thing you know yeah they are yeah they're like rabbits it's crazy they're like big so just hope you never encounter that or if he has a little dog he would let out in the middle of the night that thing's gone it's like a snack for those things they'll eat anything i know but i know i don't even know how you trap that i really don't all right so another story we want to talk about we all live in average size homes i think you know, a couple yeah. of thousand square feet, 1,900 square feet at that, you know, 2,000, 4,000. About the average. Yeah, about 2, the average. 000. All right, so there's a house in Winter Park. They hope to build it. They're calling it a, the new mega mansion. It's 20 times bigger than the average home, and it's coming to Winter Park, or it could be anyway. So a philanthropist wants to build it. It is the si- 
It's like half of a super Walmart, so it's 40,000 square feet. Only half? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, you know, Versailles it's, is the size of a it's super. It's ninety thousand. Yeah. Square so, feet. but the, yeah. so this is a modest home compared to that. Oh, okay. And Versailles, yeah. for people who don't know, it's Jackie Siegel, developer, mm. out in Windermere. House. Yeah, they've been building that. I mean, for more than a decade now, and I think twenty twenty two or twenty twenty four. Oh some, yeah, sure, it'll know. be done then. Yeah. It's but it's this thing is forty thousand square feet. It still needs uh, approval from the zone. Someone a zoning board has to approve your home that's probably a problem mm -hmm. so there you know it's going to have a koi pond a basketball court that's inside a large circular driveway and in, an indoor lap pool that sounds good i might yeah. like that and the koi pond by the way is going to be in the basement which very few florida homes hmm. have basements basement on the lake yes how are you going to work that one out well it seems like he has enough money to figure it out i would imagine so because if you're going to build that kind of house that's probably not going to be your biggest issue. From a financial standpoint, okay, <laughs> if you're building a home like this, you're spending all these millions of dollars. Yeah. They always build these big white elephant homes, and then one day you got to sell it. Right. There's like three people in America who can buy that home. Lots, like a one acre yeah, lot on true. the lake and, and is a million dollars. Oprah already has her house. Oprah yeah. has. Oprah ain't buying your house. Home. She already has Dr. Her Phil's home. got his no, place. No. Matt, Ginger, and Missy <laughs> could buy the garage, maybe. I mean, my house will fit into that house like 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, mine too. It's crazy. But yeah, but you don't, I mean, I don't understand finance. I don't you know. think of people who have that kind of money as being like so great with money, so smart. No. But then you build this house that you're never going to be able to sell. Well, I thought of that before. And that also, to put it in perspective, I, I'm from a family of 15. We had a shotgun three bedroom house, one bathroom. One, wow. One bathroom. Ten girls, ladies. Ten girls and five boys. So we all made it work. I don't know what we would do in this 40,000 square foot home. You'd I, never see each other. Like an amusement park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd so, be fun. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. But hey, wow. if you're going to do it, do it in Winter Park. Cause do it big. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I guess. <laughs> might as well. Just <laughs> the lot's about yeah. $5 million. So Yikes. Might as well go crazy on the house. It is time for our Floridian of the Week. And now, your Floridian of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so deputies say they have arrested a serial Lego thief this week. What? He's about what I pictured. <laughs> Flagler <laughs> County Sheriff's Office says Sean, Dunlop, Sean Dunlop stole more than $900 worth of Legos from a Target in Flagler County. $900. Okay, are Legos that expensive? They are. They're they don't just hurt when you step on them. They hurt <laughs> when you buy them, too. He also tried to steal the popular toys from stores in Volusia County. The 30-year-old now being held on 25 Hundred dollars bond. He also was he smuggling it in his beard. What's happening I with the, the? Is that I'm, the Lincoln look? I am captivated <laughs> by everything that's going on on his face right now. Look at the curls. I don't know. I don't right. understand. Sorry, but I, I mean, I don't know. That's a lot of Legos. Like, usually we have people putting meat in their pants and running out of the store. I imagine he was probably putting some Legos in his pants. I understand the meat. You could put some use to that. <laughs> But no, yeah. not once they've been in your pants. Yep. <laughs> Nobody wants that. I don't want to use That's Legos right. that have been in your pants. The kids <laughs> that, won't care. You want to talk about pain, put some Legos in your undies. <laughs> How are you going to walk out of there? I don't know. You would die. Know. Yeah, you would probably. die of blood loss oh, good by the time Lord. you got anyway, out of there. Poor guy. I, I hope things get better for him. Yeah. <laughs> They can't get worse. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we are here this week with Missy Mitchell. And, Missy, I am so happy that you made the time because you're a busy lady. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay. So um, I love to help people, first of all. Mm -hmm. I, I have a big, big heart for helping people. And my family, we opened a personal training studio 13 years ago. 
this year. Wow. And we focus on um, overall wellness. What's it called? Um, elite strength is okay. the keyword. Elite strength and fitness. And we focus on overall wellness and specializing in strength training. So um, one of the biggest things that I've seen, though, with new clients is just people coming in overwhelmed and frustrated. Mm-hmm. They really, they come in because they, they don't know what to do. They're, they're, they feel defeated. They are stressed. And um, it just makes me feel really great to be able to um, give back to people. Mm-hmm. And I have my own story that I can relate with them. So I, I feel how they feel. Tell us a little bit about that because you're from an athletic family. I am. And I come from being um, athletic and very active when I was young. I played a little bit of um Sports in college. I played basketball. I'm five three. I'm, I'm not really tall. I would not. I know. Have put that I know. It's funny. It's funny. I was super fast. <laughs> um, so I played sports, and uh, the one thing that I learned is once you stop playing sports, and then you keep eating like you played sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't really work out that great. Mm. And my whole life just changed. Uh, stress happens, things happen, and I lost myself in health. So I didn't really know what to do because I never had to do anything before because yeah. I was always active and I love food and I didn't believe in diet. So I tried things. They'd work for a little bit and then they wouldn't work. So I'm excited just to educate people on some yeah. tips that I've learned over the years um, that have helped me. And I've also been able to help our clients change their life and give them yeah. hope. Yeah. yeah. And, and you talk, strength is in the name. So I've got daughters. All I, I'm way unbalanced in my workout routine. All I do is strength training. I hate cardio. I'm probably going to live <laughs> to about 45. But so my daughters, they all just they just want to run and do all this sort of thing. And I'm like, no, ladies need to strength train. So I'm trying to teach them that. And there's a lot of science that backs that up, right? A lot of science that backs it up. And here, here's what happens, um, especially around the age of 40. But it can happen sooner if you're sedentary when you're younger. Mm-hmm. So And it accelerates into your 50s. Every year that we age, we lose the muscle. And muscle is critical. One of the biggest fears that people have as they age is losing the ability to function independently. And it's fundamental to have your muscles to be able to function for your life because the top two reasons, and I know at a younger age you don't think like this, but the top two reasons that people end up in a nursing home, one is they lose the function of their brain, Mm -hmm. or two, they lose the function of their muscles, especially starting with their legs. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I mean, that's everything. That's how you get around. It's critical. Yeah, It's critical. And people, people don't think about it. So like you said, um, there, a lot of people do focus on cardio and there's nothing wrong with cardio at all. I mean, I encourage it, but, um, people really need to focus on strengthening. I mean, every year you age, you're, you're losing it. And so the sooner you can do it, the better. You know, and, but what are you saying is particularly for women, because a lot of women say, oh, I don't want to do weights because I don't want to bulk up and I don't want to look, you know, manly, or I don't want to get too big or, or whatever. I mean, you'd have to be doing some kind of special extra special routine to do that. Right, and it's really about building lean muscle and then your body composition, so so burning fat. So that's where the components, like we always look at the whole person and the overall wellness because mm-hmm. you can work out and strength train, but if you aren't paying attention to what you're putting in your mouth, then your body composition isn't going to change. I always say um, abs are made in the kitchen. Abs are made in the <laughs> yeah, kitchen. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, abs are made in the yeah. kitchen. So when people come in and they want to lose a bunch of weight, they have to be ready and they have to be mindful and know that it does take work. Um, but as far as building lean muscle, I mean, really, that that's not a concern. It's one of it's just kind of a myth, really. Yeah. Um, you'd have to do like bodybuilding type yeah. workouts tons to of get supplements. It, and, yeah, yeah, it just would take a, a lot of work. So when you focus um, with strength training, one of the biggest things is for people to focus on safety. 
Yeah. Um, you know, not all of a sudden go, okay, now I need to go strength train, so now I'm going to go out and do some crazy workout. Because that's mm-hmm. when people hurt themselves. So we focus on safety. That's our number one thing. And um, being able to get people results. And it's not just about strength training. I mean, ultimately, strength training, There's uh, the Center of Disease Control has done studies, like 16-week studies, where they have sh- um, shown the reduction of arthritis by 43%, even better than medication. Um, they've also shown in the 16-week study, like glucose levels, mm-hmm. blood sugar levels mm-hmm. getting better um, with people just as much as medication and even depression. So sometimes when people say, oh, I don't feel like doing it or I don't yeah. want to show up, I'm like, listen, those are the days you need to show up because you're going to walk out of here yeah. feeling so much better. That's yeah. what I was going to mention is because I've kind of been sporadically working out my whole life. The last few years when I've sort of needed to manage stress and anxiety mm-hmm. a little better, I have found... When I go to the gym, if I miss for a couple of weeks, I get down in the dumps. I'm worried about stupid stuff. Every time I go to the gym, it's like after the first 20 minutes, I feel it melt off. Mm -hmm. There has to be some sort of mental component to it. Oh, definitely. It's amino acids. I mean, they haven't targeted exactly, but a lot to do with amino acids. And um, you just feel better when Mm -hmm. you work out and you you do it the right way. And you're getting results. Like, that's the key because that's where people get frustrated is they're trying – they, you know, they get motivated and they try these different exercises or different gyms or different places mm-hmm. or different diets. And at the end of the day, diets don't work. And you have to find something that works for you. And that's, you know, we talk about this a lot. And I love what you say because people start wrecking themselves right around Halloween because they're eating all the candy. And it's like, well, I've already eaten all the candy. Now Thanksgiving's coming. Yep. And you say something that it just makes me laugh about Thanksgiving. Do you remember what it is? I do. I love this thing. It's it's a meal, not a month. <laughs> and, and that's Ouch. what happens. Though. Ouch, Ouch, Missy. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Right to the heart. But it's a meal, not a month. And it does start at Halloween. And this is, you know, even recently after Thanksgiving, I have clients come back and like, oh, my goodness, I'm up five pounds. Oh, I'm up eight pounds. I said, listen, get back on track. Because most of that is water weight. It's retention. Like if you get right back on track, you're not going to gain weight. It doesn't take one piece of pie or one piece of cake to make Mm -hmm. you gain weight. Mm -hmm. It's doing it over and over and over again. And that's where people gain the weight that they have a hard time getting off. So I just encourage people to get right back on track. I want a gif of Missy saying, it's a meal, not a month, Tubby. <laughs> All right, Tubby. put <laughs> the turkey leg away. That's, Can you add Tubby into your saying? Oh my <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's awful. That'd be good for me. That's but that's awful. good to know, because it's true. Like I, You start to feel like, this food gets some momentum. It's a buildup. I've already like That's eaten. That's the mentality. People are like, I've already done cornbread. it. Let's just. I'm already down to a single pack. Yeah. So I may as well just get rid of that one. Exactly. Yeah. So. Just but add it, the keg. It, but it is a lifestyle. So I also do encourage people not to not enjoy like your grandma's favorite recipe or whatever it is that you enjoy during the holidays that might be a tradition. Enjoy that, but get right back on track and don't do it every single meal, every Absolutely. single day. Absolutely, that's what gets you. So can we get a little more descriptive with the meals here while we're talking about this? I, you know, everybody's going keto. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to oh, eat boy. carbs anymore. Yeah. All these other folks are saying I should eat paleo. I mean, like, what? just give me a regular, okay. how can I live my life in a way I'm not going to be a miserable wretch and still <laughs> maybe luck. feel good? <laughs> well, there's some great pointers on all of that because you're right. I mean, if people come in, they're doing intermittent fasting, they're doing keto, and I'm not here to say any of these don't work for people yeah. because it, clearly there's people that lose a lot of weight and have yeah. great results. But you have to look at what's sustainable. You know, what can people continue to do to get results? And not everybody's body's the same Mm -hmm. either and Mm -hmm. it's focusing on the right food so if I were to give any pointer it would be truly to look at food is fuel 
Um, a lot of people have this mentality of calorie restriction or not eating a lot. And what happens with that, it actually can slow your metabolism up. Mm -hmm. like up to 30%. Mm -hmm. And you do become miserable. You become um, grumpy. Um, you're, you're, it's, you're hungry. And then you can't sustain it. So then once you're like frustrated, then you just go and eat everything that you weren't supposed to do anyways. So um, the biggest thing is to focus on blood sugar control. And what would that mean? That means looking at foods that um, it's really how our bodies were designed to eat. So it's clean eating. It's mm. really a lifestyle of healthy foods, lean proteins, vegetables. Things that don't spike your level and then send you into this catatonic state and then you eat something and now you're shot back up again and then you go back into that state. That's exactly. In fact, in some of the wellness um, seminars we do, we have a slide that shows blood sugar control. And it's, if you're down here, you're storing fat. And if you're up here, you're storing fat. So what happens is people are on this roller coaster all day and they're storing fat, storing fat, storing fat. And they're not any, they don't get their body into a fat burn. And that's what we focus yeah. on is getting the body into a fat burn. So, and I have to oh. say, I'm sorry, I have to say when I first met you, one of the first things I started incorporating into my life more, just more vegetables, mm -hmm. more fresh, not not even the fruit, but the, like broccoli slaw has changed my life. Yes. She and eats I it every day. I, I mean, every day. Every, every day. Have you we, tried it? We sit right next to each other. I have, and it's delicious. At the lunch table. But I, I try it in my ear every day. <laughs> <laughs> Broccoli. Yeah. Okay. It is not that Sorry, crunchy. Go ahead. But it it has really made a difference because now I wake up, and I don't want like what you know. I I love bacon, eggs, and all this stuff. But I honestly sometimes I'm like I just want some. I want some like this morning for breakfast. I had a salad. Yeah. <laughs> I had a salad at yeah. like nine thirty this morning, and that's what I wanted. Your body your body does start to crave it once you start changing. The blood sugar and fueling your body with the proper foods yeah. and the saying I always like to use is protein and fiber at every meal makes losing weight no big deal so protein and fiber at every meal makes la she's losing a poet weight. as well and but and then you have to look at the when you say fiber that's the vegetables that's yes. where your vegetables are coming from and it is important or complex carbs things like sweet potatoes um, if you're looking I know we've had the conversation about vegetarian um, yes. which you know that's a whole other conversation, but just to point on that, if people are motivated to do that, which most people just are overwhelmed by doing that. They don't realize how much work it is. Yeah, and if they're motivated by doing that, then they should focus on things like quinoa, um, even in beans, th those things have protein and fiber in them. So people can fuel their body still and get that protein. Yeah. Yeah, v uh, vegan, everybody's going vegan these days. You know, it's a cool hip thing to do. There are some really yummy places out there for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but again, one of the things that I find when people start to become like where they're going on these trends of maybe becoming vegetarian or vegan, um, especially vegetarian, they start looking at more of the carbs. So they're overloading on pastas mm -hmm. and rice and different things. And that certainly is going to spike your blood sugar and get you into a fat storage mode. Instead well, of I've, fat had, I, I've had friends who say when I was a vegetarian or when they were vegetarians, they gained weight, yeah. actually. Because yeah, and you, you do. And you, it, what else do you have to that. eat aside from pasta and bread? And well, that's actually a really good point. It's not that you can't have it. So we do choose, when we say lifestyle, it's not about not having it. Um, it's about the amount. And that's where blood sugar comes in. So I can't eat a cup of pasta. There's no way for me to physically eat. It's like eating a cup of popcorn. It's like, like a tea. You, I you just, won't. You won't just, eat The more cup. I eat it, the more I want it. Yeah. Well, one thing I tell people is when they're going out to eat or when they're planning their meal is to look at like what's on the menu before you go and making sure like 
get more vegetables on there. So you want more pasta because you're you're hungry, so you want to control your blood sugar more. So mm-hmm. if you can get more um, vegetables with your protein and, and, and carb, you won't feel like that if you just do that consistently. It is. And one of the pointers I tell people is like when you are going out to eat or when you are hungry, the first thing that happens, what do they do is what do they put on your table? Bread. Mm-hmm. Bread or chips, right? Yeah. So one of the things you can do is immediately say, hey, can you bring me a salad? And then eat the salad. And then when you have the bread, you're not spiking your blood sugar where you're going to be storing uh-huh. fat. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, because what happens is people will eat bread, and they're like, oh, I'm going to eat a salad for dinner. Well, it doesn't matter if you're having broccoli and salmon. After that, you're in a fat storage mode. Already. So, yep. Yep. So just changing up that order makes it's, a huge it, difference. The, the little pointers. These are the little pointers that I've learned over the years that really helped me. Yeah. Because I, as an athlete, like I was like, I am not going to eat like a rabbit. Like I love food. Mm-hmm. I love trying different types of food. I love flavor. So I was really frustrated and overwhelmed. I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? Yeah, yeah. And so when I figured out, you can eat really yummy and healthy and all kinds of foods with this. It's just the amount and how you eat it. That's yeah. key. And we're getting into the time of year now where people are honest and full on panic mode because they know they've messed up for Thanksgiving and they know Christmas is coming. And so now the new year resolution is around the corner and they will make these unrealistic goals, not make it fail. And then it's like, okay, then the rest of the year, they're like, well, I didn't make, I didn't keep my you resolution. Feel worse about yourself. Exactly. So if you could advise, you know, people who just don't know where to start or where to begin. And if we can only do one or two things, what would you say? Well, the first thing, and I I know it seems kind of negative, but diets don't work. They really don't. And I always encourage people, because I've had people come in truly crying and just like, just their life's just falling apart and they don't know what to do. And they, I always encourage them, it's not them that's failed. It really is the diet that's failed them. Mm -hmm. And I hate to say that this time of year because I know everybody's promoting all these different diets and different things you can do, and it's that time of year to do it. But one thing I'd encourage you is really to look at how you can fuel your body properly. And don't go and try to do some kind of trendy diet or calorie restriction because, yes, you can lose it, but can you sustain it? And one of the things that, like, I always like people to picture is the yo-yo dieting that happens is that people become fluffier and fluffier because they lose what I call just having the baseball. The baseball um, represents muscle and a beach ball represents fat. So every time that you're doing these yo-yo diets, you're losing that baseball. And then every time you gain weight, you're gaining back the beach ball. So you get, oh. you people can be the same weight. You can have two people standing next to each other the same weight, mm-hmm. but their body composition is different because one has more muscle and one has more fat from doing these yo-yo diets. So one of the things just to encourage people not to do the yo-yo dieting, but to Mm. really look at how to have a lifestyle with eating. Yeah, it has made, and I can only speak for myself because I was focused on the numbers on the scale. And once I didn't really focus on that so much and just started thinking, okay, I'm gonna eat better and I'm gonna work out and stay active, right? I probably weigh about the same but I'm getting into clothes that I had put in the back of the closet. Things fit differently. My, honest to God, fat has moved around. Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy cow, where did that come from? Like, I can zip something I couldn't zip before. And it sounds crazy. Where did the fat move to, Junior? <laughs> it burned. <laughs> moved around? You, so the it fat didn't move around. It went, it, you burned the fat, okay. and now you have muscle. It's gone. So that's it, why you weigh the it's same. It's body composition. Matt, it's my body. I'll tell you. Um, I'm just you worried, know. like, the fat's going to all move to my face. 
Hey, by the way, Ginger hasn't had sugar in a year. No, okay. no, not a year. It'll be a year in March. I gave it up for Lent. Almost even, a year. Almost a year. And if you had told me a year ago that I could have a life without actively eating cookies, candy, and mm. all sorts of things, I would have called you a liar right to your face yeah. because it was my drug. I would get up in the middle of the like night. It is like a drug. I would eat a sleeve of Oreo mm-hmm. cookies or whatever was in there. Um, Publix's key lime pie was my jam. I would just... A sleeve a, of Oreos? Really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. You don't even know. I Man. mean, seriously. I, and it was, I was pretty closeted about it because if you look at me, you wouldn't be able to oh, tell that that's guessed. what I was yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. But it was like the more I ate, the more I wanted it. And yeah, I would eat an entire key lime pie. It's like you got to get that line just right. And if the line was crooked, I'm like, oh, let me slice some more to make it right. And the next yeah. thing you know, I'm standing in front of the refrigerator and half that pie has gone. It's crazy. Well, and it, is, it, it uses the same neurotransmitters as drugs. Okay, sugar. I was so, an addict. Yeah, it truly is. It's a problem, and it's just a legal thing to do. So people don't realize, but it can be a problem because you want more when yeah. you're having sugar. My so. mom makes this pound cake for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And the other day, uh, I hope my wife doesn't listen to this podcast, she goes, <laughs> where'd all the pound cake <laughs> And I was like, I don't know. I think the kids. The kids. <laughs> the kids. <laughs> I think watching that Lulu, she probably uh, ate some of that pound cake. It oh, certainly was. Goodness. I had a piece or two. But, oh, uh, yeah, it gosh. probably was mostly me. Yeah. Just because you can't. Without even realizing it. You're just like, oh. And doing those things, it is important. It's hard to do. But once you do it, you feel better, right? I mean, you feel like a new person. And I call it shopping in your closet. That's one of the biggest goals people have. I'm like, let's go shopping in your closet. Yeah, I like that. If you had told me that I did not have to eat a cake that came into the newsroom, I'm like, it's wait, in, that's possible. It's, like, <laughs> go figure, because we always get all these of sweets course, and everything delivered, hard. and it's like, oh my gosh, everybody's got a plate, and you go back, mm-hmm. and at one point I was just, I just want the icing, I just, because that's where all the sugar is. I'm like, mm-hmm. just give it to me. But now I don't even think twice about it. I don't even, I don't crave it. It right. doesn't do anything. It really, for me. I mean, it, that's why when I say clean eating, it sounds so. But it's true because yeah. once you do that, you get your cravings under control, your metabolism kicks in, and your body co- composition changes. And I want to touch on the point you made about the scale because I yes. think that's another pointer mm-hmm. when you say another pointer on for New Year's. Yes. Obviously, don't ignore it if you're pounding food. <laughs> why are you looking at me? No, no, that sorry. Why'd she look over? Hey, Matt, Tubby. Uh, why, no, I'm just, I don't know why. I keep, it's an intervention. I just feel like great. all of great. your sentences should end in Tubby. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> but the scale, though, that's one thing. I always ask, that's a question I ask people. I'm like, are you obsessed with the scale? Some are, some aren't. Um, but if you weigh, if you're following something and you're really doing something that that's going to generate results with your body. Don't obsess about the scale because a couple things happen. First of all, um, you can lose inches and you can lose body fat all while your weight stays the same. I've had people lose two pounds and 10 inches. Mm, so yeah. if they were only looking at the scale, they would be frustrated and give up. And that's mostly what people do is they get they give up. Yeah. But if you stay the course, that's the most important part. Um, the other thing, kind of funny thing with the scale is also this. So we use this scale to reward ourselves or sabotage ourselves. So we get on the scale and we're really excited that we lost weight. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I can go have I'm that. I'm going to go eat a piece of pie. Exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. what we do, right? And guess what's report. coming back. Right. So we do that. Or we get on the scale and I'm like, oh, I gained I gain weight or I haven't mm-hmm. lost any weight. Yeah. I'm going to go eat that pie. Yeah. So either way, it, you either end up way, eating the pie. <laughs> you are just sabotaging yourself either uh, way. So true. that's why I tell people don't just focus on the scale. Don't do it every single day, but look at your body composition like yeah. you're doing. Like, oh, your, your clothes fit better and how you feel and your energy and your sleep. Yeah. I mean, it really goes deeper than just 
body fat and looking great. It's also feeling better. Yeah, so. I have more clarity too. Like I could not have a, I couldn't have a functioning conversation before coffee when I was on the sugar. And now it's like, sometimes I forget to have it and it's like, Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really, <laughs> yeah. it really does make a huge difference. Yeah, and that's why it's all about overall wellness. It's looking at everything. It's not just strength training. It's not just eating healthy. It's not just it's it's your nutrients. It's your sleep. It's your energy. And yeah. you really can um, you know get your life back. And a lot of people give up and they just shrug their shoulders. Say, Oh, I'm just getting older. This um, look yeah. like my aunt. Whatever. And yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just genetic. Just gotta deal with it. <laughs> yeah. But the, you don't have to. Yeah, you know, there's you answers don't. and there's ways for people to change their life. I want to know. Okay, last question for me. What is your favorite exercise? One one exercise. You're on a deserted island. This is the one thing you can do every day. What are you gonna pick? Well, with our, I love leg press. Leg press. Yes, I, I love the leg press. Leg day. Yes, I, I would have to say, like, like something with legs. Definitely our our leg press that we have. I mean, that probably would oh, be on the island. Yeah. But, but it's also you working could have some your coconuts glutes. on your back. See, that's what it is. Well, You're working. I know why. Yeah. So the glutes are your largest muscle. So it's they're not my largest muscle. <laughs> I can tell you for a fact. My glutes are not my largest muscle. Also, I will confirm. It is, <laughs> oh it is all bone right now that I'm sitting on. Uh, Go ahead. No, but it, but um, it being the largest muscle for most, for most um, it stimulates the metabolism. And it also stimulates all your other muscles. So I, that it's one of the most important things that you can do. I'm doing this all wrong. Yeah. It's, well, you know what's kind of funny is like men in general, they a lot of them focus on upper body. Yeah. And and are like, eh, I'm not going to do my legs. But what they don't understand is if they're actually doing their legs and their glutes, they're actually going to stimulate their other muscles as well. Yeah, testosterone product. That is a whole. I didn't do leg day for years, and then I read about how you get more testosterone production from doing leg day. And now, boom, it's leg muscles. day for you. So fine, I'll do this stupid leg day. <laughs> and fine. it's true, both. Been, like can't stand it but that's something I learned in, in this journey it's like really important for so I, I would say leg press what about you what would you what would you guys do for your oh bench press I love the bench, bench press, press. Yeah. okay it's the only thing I'm good at ginger I don't have an answer I'm so I don't like any of it that's why I'm you love say- our workout <laughs> 20 minutes I'm not saying like done. yes important most important exercise the yeah. most Im- you don't dodge the question oh gosh I, I I'm with her though because I know uh, how- no no you can't pick the same thing as her either well, hip okay, dip lady, dip lady, <laughs> deadlifts. I would oh, do deadlifts. I like it. Yeah, I, I like think I would that. do deadlifts. Okay. So, but anyway, the reason I I don't like working out. I really don't. I like Most being active, don't. but when I work with Missy, it's twenty minutes. I'm in and out. We do every exercise until your muscle fatigues, mm-hmm. which is around two and a half, three minutes yep. for mm-hmm. for me. I think. But you, when I when she first She's told me about strong, it, as I'm, you know, <laughs> when she was telling me, I'm like. That's not going to work. That's going to be boring. I leave every time after a session and I am trembling. Mm-hmm. And can be- I have to sit in my car for a couple of minutes before I take off because my legs like, you yeah. know, just. You're doing the shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. But and we get really... right to it. Yeah, we get right to oh, it. Oh, there, there's no like, hey, how you doing? How was your? It's like, boom, here's your first one set. And you just. That's, that must be moving. difficult because she's a talker. Well, stuff. you know, it's time. Like people appreciate it because it's time. Like everybody's busy. Yeah. And a lot of times mm-hmm. they don't want it. They don't either. They don't like working out, or yeah. they you just don't have time to work out. So they're in, they're out, they're done. But it's effective and efficient. So it's yeah. it's really it's fascinating, and it's also really great for your hip. 
is the hip lady. I, I know. She. I, I am working on strengthening that. But, you know, and it's been a real journey for me. And it's just been so eye-opening. So I just wanted you to share some of that knowledge with other people. And I remember telling you that I shared with my sister, like, how I'm eating differently and different things like that. And just by sharing that information with her, she's lost 40-something pounds. And, and, and that's exactly She's what not about. even hitting a gym. Yeah. She's just clean or eating. Yep, and that's why it makes me so happy because it really when I when I started off saying like it makes my heart happy. Yeah. to help people. Yeah, and that's what it's about. I mean, if you give somebody something that works, I mean, that's changed your your life. It's changing your sister's life. And yeah, just passing it How on. How can you so, keep that to yourself? Yeah, you can't, and it's, that's awesome. I know you said that she's just like feeling great. And oh my gosh, she's got so much energy. Um, she said her joints don't ache as much as they used to because she's also given up the sugar. I mean, it's just been a complete journey, and I love telling as many people about. About it as possible so I just wanted to have you on so you could share that with yes. people because I really great. feel yes. like you know just not knowledge is power and you know if you have the knowledge then then share it and it's that much more powerful yeah and most it. people don't know they're just yeah. overwhelmed and exactly. so it's just finding what, exactly. what works thank you for your time we appreciate it I would like to end by just saying one thing Thanksgiving is a meal not a month <laughs> tubby <laughs> Oh, you are God. the worst. I know. I can't I, help it. Now do you see what I mean? I <laughs> love it. See why I, I love it. Thank you. Hey, I, I, I love it. I love it. Missy, you rock. Thank you so much. Ginger Gadsden. My name is Matt Austin. We got Phil running the director chair. Tiffany and left us, Tiffany but she was Brown. there. Yeah. All right. Have a great one. We'll be here next week.